Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray. And I'm Kimberly. I'm a magician and a pastor. <laughs> and I'm an associate marriage and family therapist. Welcome back to another episode of We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray pastor and a magician. And this is my incredible wife. I am Kimberly, and I am an associate marriage and family therapist. I am not your therapist, but uh, we are here with some tips and tricks uh, to help you with your marriage to uh, help marriages thrive and not just survive. Yeah. It, for us, this uh, we do whatever it takes is is all about doing that is whatever it takes to create a great marriage. We want to do that every day. And it's been a little bit. Uh, it's been about yeah. uh, three or four weeks since we've put out an episode. And to be honest with you, it's just been super busy. And we've um, been wrestling through our own stuff of trying to live this stuff out and mm -hmm. doing whatever it takes. And to do that, it meant putting this on pause for a minute. And for us, that's a good thing. This has been a fun project for us. Yeah. Where we really have had a, a, a heart to help marriages. And this is one of the ways that Last year, as we were praying about it, thinking about, you know, wh what we want to do for 2023, this is one of the things that we want to do is just continue to pour into other marriages. And so that's what we want to do today. And we want to encourage you wherever you're at, whether you've been married for six weeks or 60 mm -hmm. years, we <laughs> want to uh, give you some tricks and tips and ideas to creating a great marriage. And so with that, we're going to jump in. Yeah, today we're talking about uh, per, like um, visual metaphors to enhance our our marital journey, if you will. Uh, but visual visual metaphors. So you're really good at the metaphor game. I it takes me a little bit more, but these visuals yeah. have helped us out in our marriage for years and years. The first one we we got maybe two of these are from the very beginning of of our marriage, um, but one of them being uh, fighting back to back against a common enemy. Can you give us the, the visual of that? Yeah. So just to clarify what you're saying is when we were engaged, I know we have mm. a couple engaged couples listening. So when we were engaged, we went to a conference and at that conference, we're giving, um, given some ideas on how to strengthen our relationship. And this was one of them. What, that was what the marriage family life. Was that uh, the fighting back to back? Yeah. Yeah. That was a marriage family life conference though. Right. And we, it was amazing for us. We had a great experience. So I'm just going to Throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> but yes, one of the things we learned was? Um, fighting back to back. So fighting back to back is realizing we have a common enemy and it's not our spouse, right? Mm. And so if we face our swords outward instead of inward, it really changes the trajectory of that particular fight, but also the trajectory of your marriage. And so what this has looked like for us is we really try to use our words, our, um, our frustrations, maybe with one another, but um, be clear on how we say that, not to attack, but to, uh, so we want to attack the issue at hand. We mm, want to attack, yeah. you know, what's um, creating a chasm or a separation or um, a, a hurt. And we want to deal with that, not just 
Uh, do you have a better way of saying that, babe? No, that's a great way. And I'm trying to think of the, how do you describe this visual? And I think of like all the, um, I don't know, in movies when they have a fight scene and they've got two people fighting against like six bad guys and um, the two quote, good guys are back to back, right? And so that they can fight all the people on the outside. And that's kind of the visual for this, right? That that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we're fighting, we're putting our backs to each other, but to fight. you fighting like that, you know, like. Uh, oh, yeah, my Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, my Kung Fu skills are amazing. Yeah, so fighting, but instead of fighting each other with our swords, right, we're turning our backs like up against each other to fight what, the common enemy. What's that look like practically, like either for you and I or for somebody else? Um, how how do they, you know, in a argument or in a you know situation where they're they're struggling? Well, I like how you, yeah, how you had put it. Um, I think in in an ideal way, we learn to figure out what our scripts are, what our um, everybody, every marriage eventually has some some uh, core patterns where each argument, if you kind of did a highlight reel of all the arguments, you'd be like, oh, okay, there's a pattern here. We do, you yeah. know, he does this, then she does that, and he does this, and, that, and, and it goes round and around in a circle, and we get stuck. So if we can look at that pattern as the enemy, if we can look at the fight as the enemy, you know, those things and not each other, like you said, then that can be really helpful to, um, to not hurt each other in the process of trying to work something out. Yeah. So one of the questions we'll ask during an argument, like when we're in the heat of it is what is it that you want to get out of it? Like, what is it that I, I did, or what is it that you're frustrated with and really try to get to the core issue Yeah. so we could attack that together and not just tear down the other person or do things that are, you know, going to be destructive to the to the relationship. Yeah. In full disclosure, you did say over the past few weeks we'd had some bumps in the road in our in our own marriage. And I don't know that we always drill down on on the issue in the moment. Um, but we True. definitely sometimes it's just something we can we ask ourselves, maybe not out loud yeah. to each other, right? At least one of us might be thinking, um, okay, wait a minute, like we're off track in this in this fight, and where 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 is it that we want this to go? What do I want the you know the end result to be? And that's a reminder just for everybody: we're not here to say we have it yeah, all together. Yeah. We have all the answers. We do this stuff flawlessly. No, uh, <laughs> but we know this stuff works. Yeah, uh, not that's just a good for point. Us, but for other marriages. And it could work for your marriage as well. And so that's more what I'm trying to, uh, or what we're trying to express isn't that here are all the things that we do flawlessly. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. When, when we have bumps in the road, we have to do the same things we're inviting you to do is yeah. struggle and wrestle through these things and learn how to do these things. Sometimes we do, do them better um, than other times. No, that's for sure. Uh, and guess what? These things, these illustrations that we're giving you today are also biblical. Uh, it's when we're talking about fighting back to back against a common enemy, yeah. um, makes us think of uh, Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 through 12 and the NIV says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. 
I know a lot of people who like that part of the verse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And and there, obviously, the, that third part of the strand, so you've got uh, husband, wife, and and Christ in that. Um, so obviously, the, the three is the ideal to be fighting the common enemy and not yeah. each other. And one of the ways that we'd encourage you to fight is on your knees. And mm. so that is something we'll often do. Uh, sometimes, to be honest, during a fight, that doesn't happen often, mm-hmm. that we'll encourage each other to just pray through it. Sometimes that's a really difficult thing to do yeah. in the middle of an argument, but it does bring clarity to uh, to us. And then oftentimes afterwards, we'll pray together and remind each other that we're on the same team mm. and that we we need Christ to continue to be at the center of everything we do. But I, I love this, that it's, you know, two are better than one, you know, and ultimately three are not easily broken. And For we sure. want to be that um, in that situation where we're not easily broken by all the things that are co- going to come against us on any given day. Amen. There's enough out there that's hard to do or hard to deal with in life. So uh, better together. So uh, a second metaphor, visual metaphor would be, how about we'll go to boulder versus pebble. Can you describe that one for us? Yeah. So sometimes I'll say something or Kim will say something uh, in when you, uh, when you say something in, I'm, just trying to think. Let me let me try to explain this. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, you got so it. So when it, when you say something and it it feels like no big deal, like you just dropped a pebble, right? But the other person feels like you just dropped this giant boulder on them. Yeah, that happens to us all the time. And this visual illustration for us gives the other person the ability to say boulder, and you're like, what? I didn't. What? Wait, what did I say? In this. Sometimes it's easier to just say boulder than do it um, to explain initially, like yes. that my feelings were hurt, or this goes back to my childhood, or so. Maybe an example, like just saying, you know, oh, I it's this one isn't necessarily one of ours, but um, like oh, I don't like it when you're late. You're always late, and that might not be a big deal to the person saying that, right? You're always late and and they're expressing their frustration and yeah. hopefully doing it well. But um, but the other person might hear that as, as a boulder, as something like way heavier than the other person expects or, or meant it or intended it. And yeah, so that's yeah. the kind of thing. And so then they can just say, you know what? That felt like a boulder. Can you give me a minute to like, I got to process that. And then I'll, I need to explain it to you. What just happened when you said that? Cause it, it's not as simple as you think it is. Yeah. I could break down that with a the no saying always and nevers. Um, oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. You're always, always late, late is already, not a yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. It's already uh, a boulder. Complications with that. But <laughs> fair. Uh, I get what you're, you're saying that if, if you're just like, Hey, you're late. And that person's uh, like, Ah, you know, like I've been trying, I've been trying, you know, maybe it's something like that. They've been trying so hard. Yeah. How heavy that is because there, there was traffic and they had a ridiculously hard day at work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so just, and the one time it gets pointed out, so you're late and it's like, dang it. I think it's one of those things of remembering the power of our words Hmm. 
on both sides. Saying、mm-hmm. you're late、um, doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal.、Um, the other person being able to express, "Hey, that's a boulder, and here's why," allows the other person to go, "Like, oh, I didn't realize that." You know, let let me back up and just thank you for working so hard. Thank you for going through traffic. Thank you for you know all all those things you could say instead of you're yeah. late. Yeah. Because、uh, yeah, and so、uh, I, I think that's one of those things that we've learned、uh, to just say when it hurts more than the other person knows. Yes, that's a great way. Older and.、Mm-hmm. Then the other person's able to kind of back up and go like, "Okay, wait a minute. Let me let me tell you what I was trying to say.、Mm-hmm. Why is that a boulder?" And then we could work through it. Yeah, for sure.、Um, another one. This one I tend to use quite a bit.、Uh, this visual metaphor is.、Um, it's. I think they still put this on packages where it's.、Uh, you might. Wrap a glass,、uh, something or other, something glass in a package, and you're going to mail it. And they always put that sticker on it that says "fragile handle, handle with care." Handle with care. That's right. And、uh, at some point, I'm sure、they、that'll be dated. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at some point, it feels like oh, all that stuff will be gone, and we'll just like blink, and something will be sent to wherever it was supposed to go. I'm I don't、sure、know. That's how you look at Amazon: blink, and it's here. That's true, <laughs> right? It's all, but. I think they use those stickers still. I hope so. Fragile handle with care.、Um, that one is sometimes there are times where I'm more emotional during during the month or a certain week or a certain time just because things are are difficult in life, right? So I tend to use that one more and just giving you a heads up and saying, you know what. Uh, I'm. I think I'm more emotional, more sensitive, maybe, and and that it, things might be more difficult、uh, for a couple of days、uh, for me to hear things the way we would normally hear them, or for me to laugh something off. And、uh, so I try and give you that heads up if I'm aware of it. So I try to be aware of it and、uh, and give you that heads up that hey, you need to picture this sticker on my forehead. Like I need you to remember that I am fragile right now, and、um, and that yeah, that I need extra care. And、uh, I don't know what's that like for you when I when I tell that to you.、Um, on my side of it, it, it just it's like okay, slow down. Rem- remember,、mm. I need to、um, not just bring everything I have on my mind to you,、mm. but. Go. What are the things that will fill up your cup? What are the things that would bring you joy? What are the things that would、um, strengthen you so you don't feel、um, fragile? I want to be sensitive with my words.、Um, mm. Not that I'm not at other times, but I I think I become very cautious of like let me say things that are going to build you up, things that are going to bless you, encourage you. You're so sweet.、Um, That's why I like you.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Not that I wanted it other times, but、yeah. I think when、yeah. you tell me that, it's like a, a reminder, and yeah, that I I want to handle you with care and love you the best I can. And I know when the kids were younger, not that we were younger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're still really young. <laughs> <laughs> but oftentimes that was an opportunity to take the kids out or to. Give you some space that way. To, yeah, give me a break. Yeah, yeah. And so I think those things are are really important to do. But I think the key is is honoring each other with our words and and being honest with each other where we're at and saying, hey, 
this is a day I just need extra care, extra grace. Extra grace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to a kind of give us a, a verse, a biblical reminder is Ephesians four verse 32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And yeah, the being kind and compassionate to one another and forgiving, that's that's the grace that you're just talking about right now, that giving each other that that grace. Um, and it's not to say that you've never used the fragile handle with care sign on you either. It, it can go both ways for sure. Um, I think sometimes if we're honest, maybe I'm more aware of of my own, like, oh, okay, I didn't take that very well. And and I usually would. So then I might say, okay, I have that sticker on my head, just picture it. And um, other times, maybe I kind of figure it out with you and go, mm, I think he needs a little more grace than than usual. Maybe there's a l- something, you know, a little more sensitive, because there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, so that's that one. Now, the next visual for you um, this is something I know nothing about physically, uh, but <laughs> running, babe, why don't you tell us the difference between running a marathon and uh, and not a sprint? So marriage is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah. So obviously a marathon is 26.2 miles. Obviously. Obviously. Like, uh, I don't think I would get that right on a test. I uh, really don't. Uh, well, a marathon is much longer than a sprint. So yes, I am more than okay. a sprint. You could do, you know, 50 yards, hundred yards, um, you know, and even, you know, an eight eighty or, you know, um, four or 40. Would I just be heard blah, 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 blah. numbers. Okay. numbers. The, the point is there's, uh, <laughs> sorry, your ability to sprint and just give it everything you absolutely have all out, run as fast as you can. Yeah is not going to um, work when you get to the mile point, when you get to the two mile point, you know, uh, you know, for a marathon, you need to pace yourself for the entire 26.2 miles, right? Okay. Yep. And in marriage, we need to um, learn to pace ourselves and not just, okay, in that first year, I'm going to give her everything I have and we're going to date and we're going to do this. And then, you know, or it's oftentimes in the courtship, it's like you give that's everything. a good yeah you, you're writing letters you're taking her out you're or, you know uh you're taking your spouse out and but then the chase is over yeah the and chase they get is married over, and, and yeah like, okay we did the sprint now i could just sit in the lazy boy and watch tv oh that's a terrible uh, yeah yeah and <laughs> not good for a marriage we to thrive continue that race throughout our lives throughout our marriages and it doesn't mean we don't give 100% you still give 100% along the way yeah but there's a difference of giving 100% in a sprint and in a marathon yeah um, in a marathon you have to think about the distance before you start. Okay. If you, if that makes you didn't sense. know the distance, right? You could just all out give it um, your 100% sprint. And, and be totally worn out. It. Yeah. You're, you're not going to make it. So yeah. uh, in a marriage, we want to have the end in mind. How do yes. we want to end our, our marriage? Do we want to end it where we're frustrated and we're bitter and we don't like each other anymore? No, or I'm happy and I'm dead. <laughs> 
that's how I want it to end. <laughs> Preferably just in my sleep. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Wow. <laughs> you said the end in mind. That's I got the end in mind. <laughs> Happy end there. All right. Done. <laughs> so <laughs> you didn't see that one coming. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. That would probably happen if you ran a marathon. <laughs> So do you want to be happy? No, would not be. I would be angry and dead. So that's not my end goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the end goal. So uh, marathon, (laughs) you have to um, prepare for the marathon. This is why we always encourage people to go through premarital counseling. If you're in a marriage and you need training, you need help, no problem. Go get training, get help, get ideas on how to strengthen your relationship so that you could go the distance in some of those things that I would say are are really helpful, and maybe you could add to this, are um, just taking time every week to invest in each other to say, hey, how are things going? Mm. Where are you at in your walk with God? Where are you at personally? Where are you at emotionally? How can I be there for you? How can I be praying for you? Things along that line. Mm-hmm. Um, checking in financially. Where are we at financially? Where, where are we at in terms of our time to be intentional about dating each other. Do we have time for a short date? Do we have time for a long date? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, today we we get a long date. Uh, so All right. It's been a little bit since we've had um, a longer date. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's being intentional about going away for a weekend or going away for a week or any number of things like that. Um, you you want to continue to um, keep a pulse on your relationship, mm. um, checking in on the intimacy, making mm-hmm. sure, you know, we feel like that's a barometer for your marriage. Um, the amount of um, the amount of times you're you're having sex, I think, varies for um, different relationships. But the key is that you have a healthy sex life and that the two sure. of you feel like this is a, a healthy amount for us. Where if there's um, tension that way, yeah. that creates tension in, in, in the marriage. Areas yeah, of marriage. For sure. So checking in on those things to look at how you could strengthen your marriage for the, the long haul. Yeah, that makes me think, you know, when we check in on all those things during a week, uh, we're doing pretty darn well when, uh, you know, the, it's hard not to do well if you can check in on those things. Then you guys will both be on the same page, which is which is the goal, which is great. Um, so, and to go along with, uh, you know, marriage being a marathon, not a sprint, um, Hebrews 12, one talks about, uh, let us run with perseverance, the race marked out with, for us. And, uh, so just a, yeah, just a reminder that even God talks about, uh, life being a race and the endurance is, is a big part of it for us, uh, in the, in the marriage as well. Um, our last illustration for today, we couldn't leave without, you know, one like magic, magic, got to put the magic in there for our illusionist. Uh, so we have talked about this a little bit before, but, uh, I still love the illustration that, um, we're, we got to play the cards that were dealt, right? So what does that, that look like if you're, um, poker player, is that what this is getting out of my realm now? <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be just poker. Any any card game requires that you play the cards you're dealt. You don't get get a redo. Uh, okay. Or in most okay. card games, some card games you could 
trade them in trade or something. In. Yeah. But for the most part, um, you have a hand, um, and it could be a losing hand. And I'll just take poker for a second. I'll take go fish, but go ahead. Go ahead, fish, uh, <laughs> right? uh, wow. go ahead uh, poker. <laughs> I don't know if I could give a go fish. No, no, no. It's fine. Right it's now, fine. But, go ahead. But with poker is they they create a bluff for a reason, you know, is that you could have the worst hand ever and still win the game. Hmm. And when I look at that in the context of marriage is some of you have been dealt a really mm. difficult hand. Maybe mm-hmm. there's... Um, I, I was talking to a friend this week where there's, you know, severe health issues that they're mm. navigating as a couple. That's a, a rough hand to be dealt, but yeah. there's still perseverance where they're together. And I was talking about him. He's uh, talking to him about it. He's like, no matter what I'm doing and how busy my schedule is, mm. I go to every doctor's appointment with her because I wow. know that I'm there for that's wow. dealing with the cards you're dealt and yeah. going like, man, this is just too painful. I'm just going to let her do it on her own. Mm, I'm a girlfriend mm. take her. You know, it's like, nope, I'm going to invest my time. Even if it means losing out on something else I want in my marriage to win. Mm. And so I'm going to go to every doctor's appointment with her. And that's cool. So it, um, some of you are dealing with addiction mm. in and that's a, a tough hand to be dealt with. And maybe, you know, in your um, earlier relationship, you didn't see that coming. And now it's like, okay, how do we deal with that, right? Every every hand we get, whatever our hand looks like, with, with Christ at the center, we could go, you know what, God, would you show us how to play the cards we're dealt? Would you show mm-hmm. us how to create the best marriage possible given the situation that we're in today? And that's... That's where it really, the rubber hits the road and you have to go, okay, am I willing to do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. to create a great marriage, regardless of the hand that you've been dealt? And those are difficult questions to answer, but that's what we would encourage you is to go after that. Yeah, for sure. And in Philippians 4, 11 through 13, you know, God talks about, um, being content in all circumstances. And that, uh, is definitely a, a, way of saying the same thing, you know, we're saying playing the cards you're dealt, right? We have to be content in all circumstances, which is not easy. Um, and uh, the one of the verses in there says, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. So it doesn't say we can do it easily on our own, we, we need him. We need God to do that uh, with us. And leaning on him helps us to be content in all situations and playing the cards that were dealt. So those are, those are the illustrations for today. Yeah. So we'll leave you with that. May you lean on him today. Mm. May you trust in him today. May you do whatever it takes to create a great marriage. This is Danny Ray and Kimberly. And we do whatever it takes.